Jesse D. Missy D. She's so talented, you know. Mm-hmm. Episode 4, The Journal of Missy D 2.0. Thank you very much for joining me. And thank you very much if you've listened to me like uh, this is like your fourth time now and you are a loyal listener. I am absolutely blown, blown away uh, by the responses that I am receiving on a weekly basis and getting messages all over the shop uh, from so many of you showing so much love. Uh, there are ex uh, Club Asia radio listeners that listen to me, you know, obviously when I was a radio presenter, there are brand new listeners contacting me going, oh my gosh, Missy, uh, where have you been all my life? Absolutely loving the podcast. Thank you very much. And today is going to be, uh, this is take 500, by the way, on the podcast. I'm going to be talking not about religion as such, but like, it's more like, says who? I'm fed up, absolutely had enough of says who? Why do I have to do this? Why are you telling me to do this? Why does it have to be this way? Says who? Who made up these rules? I'm not going to say pathetic rules because to some people uh, that might be offensive and some people um, they might think, um, well, you know, who are you, Missy, uh, to be pointing this out and criticising? So before I go on, I need to make this really clear. I'm not going to sit here and criticise anybody. I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. I am not going to, um, I'm not being disrespectful to anyone. I'm just making observations. Uh, me making observations uh, in the past has got me in trouble because uh, I've been told that I'm an analyzer. And I always say I'm not an analyzer. I'm just merely making an observation and I'm making that observation vocal. Um, so it's I wouldn't say it's is that analyzing something just by making an observation. Observing and analyzing are two different things, if you ask me in my world. So that's the kind of kind of route this uh, podcast is going down. I must also, before I go on, tell you what this podcast is about, because, uh, uh, you know, I had that 20th, um, not wedding anniversary, friend anniversary with my best mate. She did give me the analysis of what she thought on the podcast. And one of the things that she said is like, you must uh, kind of tell everyone what your podcast is about. What is it about, Missy? I was like, well, it's it's the journal of Missy D. It's about anything and everything, whatever I want to speak about. Um, and she did admit that, you know, if she wasn't my best mate, she wouldn't be listening to my podcast. <laughs> and I, I adore her honesty. Uh, and it's true. She probably wouldn't because uh, she likes more uh, intellectual shit. And she... <laughs> And she doesn't like the way that I swear. But I mean, I'm like, well, that's just the way I am. So she did say, please do introduce yourself um, at the beginning so people know who you are and what, and what this podcast is about. 
And I've just told you, I don't know what it's about. It just kind of comes up my gob and uh, we just carry on with uh, the rest of the show. And uh, what is the Journal of Missy D 2.0? Well, it's just a verbal journal of thoughts and feelings and my life situations and my healing journey. Mostly and most cruxly is about me and my healing and things that I observe in life and things that I would like to share with you and you would like to share with me. So we can have guests on. We will have guests on. I'm still trying to work out... uh, working out the technicalities of having the guests on in a nice clear uh, speaking way because sometimes some of my guests may not have uh, microphones and stuff and then the sound quality is not so good and me being a misperfectionist in certain areas of my life um, if I always say if you're going to do something do it properly otherwise don't do it like I've always said uh, I'm jack of all trades a master of them all I have to master everything that I do why because it, it's just to prove to myself that I can do it uh, and anything you can do I can always do it better. Why? Again, just to prove to me that I can do that. Why? Probably comes down from my childhood uh, that I was uh, never good enough. And that uh, is a limiting belief uh, that I'm working with always. Not now. I've been working with throughout this journey of healing. And uh, well, and we're still trying to get to the bottom of it. I don't do what everyone else does. I speak about what I want and how I want. <laughs> Why I want. I don't know. I think maybe... I think maybe you can kind of sense that I'm a kind of clamped down person that has been puppeteered most of my life and controlled most of my life. Uh, So I struggle with that now. And I like to just be free, say what I want, do what I want, how I want, with whom I want, why I don't need to give a reason because I've been asked why all my life. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Where are you going? How come you can do this and think you can get away with that? I'm actually sick and tired of it. So really, yeah, this is more kind of like of me to be me and to say what I like. There you go, Jits. That's what this is about. Missy D chatting shit under microphone. <laughs> and don't forget, shout again out. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, who was the lovely lady? Was it Arti that I mentioned on my last uh, podcast who came back and said, oh, my God, Missy, you mentioned me on your podcast. If you want to mention on my podcast, then please do email me uh, the the journal of Missy D at gmail.com. Um, you can contact me on any kind of uh, my my social media platforms, uh, which is the Instagram. You've got Facebook. Uh, you've got TikTok. A big shout out actually going out to uh, Sang Kohli. Sang also messaged me and uh, and said, you know what? Loving your podcast and absolutely brilliant. And I was like, thank you very much for listening. She said, well, Missy, I'm loyal to the core. I've been listening to you on radio for 14 years and I will not stop now. So it's, it's it's heartwarming how people still remember me, still listen to me. People are flooding back. And it's just nice to know that uh, you're enjoying the new me, the, the Missy D 2.0. And in fact, the, the, the kind of feedback I'm getting is that um, we're loving the new you, the, the new healing you, the new mature you, the open and raw and honest you. And uh, it takes a certain type of person to be like that. So thank you very much for all of that. And yeah, if you want to shout out <laughs> or in, uh, in Posh World, a hello uh, from the Missy D 2.0 podcast, then please do message me on any kind of platform. And I will be very humbled to be giving you a shout out <laughs> on, on, on the podcast, my dear. So what was I going to say? Um, Oh, yeah, I've got lots of messages as well uh, regarding last week's podcast. 
wounded, slain by the sword. So, so many of you, you honestly, sometimes in the middle of my tears of crying and my heartbreak, <laughs> you had me laughing like, uh, like no one's business. It's so funny because uh, I've got lots of, oh my God, Missy, who is this? Who is this person that hurt you? Give me their name. I'm like, no, none of your business. <laughs> you don't need to know the name. And uh, what is the update on the situation? Uh, the update on the situation is I'm still wounded. I did leave that podcast going, yeah, it's all sorted, but it's not really, is it? Take Heartbreak takes a long, 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 long time to to sort, um, mostly because I'm uh, mad at myself, really. The the crux of it is, um, you know, this per- like I told you, this person didn't do anything particularly wrong, apart from just uh, confusing me by changing their face and their, uh, uh, not personality, maybe, yeah, they did change their personality, by creating um, this space which had to be changed and regurgitated every four weeks according to how they wanted this to be, so to suit them. So, uh, you know, we can talk like this, but now we can't talk like this. We can be like this, but now we can't be like this. Um, I can uh, now run away, then I'll come back, and then I've got to go to uh, this p- part of my life. And you don't have to adapt to it, but you can adapt to it if you'd like, because now I've decided I'm going to run my life this way. So that's basically, it wasn't their fault, uh, but that's not fair to continuously ask me to uh, constantly adapt to their different faces every few weeks. I mean, by the end of this year, I could have been on person number 277. Who knows? I mean, that's not the kind of uh, friendship that I'm looking for. Do you know what I'm saying? So ha- what happened with it? Well, the, the the update on that is that I did I did a lot of forgiveness. So in, in on your healing journey, you do have to forgive. So I asked for forgiveness on a spiritual level and on a physical level. I messaged them and said, I'm sorry. Uh, do forgive me. And I hope you can forgive me too. Um, and kind of sent them love and light and, and kindness and uh, hoping that they were OK. They blocked me on WhatsApp. <laughs> That's the latest update. And uh, yeah, I haven't heard from them again. So which is unfortunate because um, I did try to explain um, again that, you know, this is why I went crazy because um, it was just too much. Um, but uh, I, I don't know, maybe I've not heard back from them. And uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still wounded. It's going to take some time. Um, you know, my mum she she accidentally fell down uh, about three week four weeks ago, and she was very hurt and she had bruises and cuts and all that kind of stuff, and it was unexpected. She fell straight flat on her face on the concrete, um, and it was a shock first number number one to fall down, number two to to um all the wounds that she had, physical wounds, it took two to three weeks. And the mental uh, impact it had on her as well because of her thing, feeling like, you know, I'm old now and I can't believe I tripped over and this, this, this. It's impacted her quite harshly. So I think it's the same with uh, emotional trauma as well. Although I feel I've already got so much trauma uh, to deal with and I've been doing this, you know, week in, week out since September, but way beyond that for, for the last five years in different modalities, uh, but hardcore over the last six months. And I, I got to a place and then I just feel like I did so much, so much. 
uh, and I was getting somewhere and then all uh, then along comes this person who says, oh, Missy, I'll, I'll do some healing on you. And uh, I trusted them. I didn't then trust them. I ran away. Then I didn't trust them. Then I ran away. Then I didn't trust them. Came back again. I was like, okay, I trust you now. And then uh, afterwards, they decided to change the plane field. And uh, and then it all went peak tong. And then I feel like, you know, like uh, I had a big lump of shit to sort myself out with anyway. They've just kind of got a big like tractor and dumped a whole pile of shit on top of that shit. So basically now I have to deal with this shit and that shit and the shit from beyond as well. So it's just added to my uh, shit picking uh, <laughs> duties, really. Um, and uh, it's going to take some time, I think. But, you know, life goes on and God bless them. Uh, I send them love and light. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, I know I didn't do anything wrong. So, yeah. Oh my God, I keep forgetting to tell you, uh, I had an email uh, from somebody who wants to stay anonymous, by the way. Thank you so much for your beautiful email saying how much you missed listening to my voice. I, I honestly find it really crazy how all of you guys are uh, flying back to Missy D and saying it's been so many years, Missy. And even though you're just doing podcasts and not radio, I'm loving it. And they sent me a very long email about this uh, wounded slain by the sword. And, and they said they wanted to stay anonymous. But oh my God. I can't believe, I didn't even know what this terminology meant, actually. I'm not into big words and, and all this kind of um, the new words on the street. Um, gaslighting. Apparently, I've been gaslighted. And I was like, what on earth is that? And they said, Missy, uh, <laughs> you have no clue. You've been gaslighted. So I went back onto my Google. I'm like, what is this gaslighting? Yeah. And uh, gaslighting, right? So if I go to gaslighting, um, it all makes sense. Oh, my God. So apparently in a crux, 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 um, if I go to somewhere oh, and there's loads, loads of information on gaslighting, what is gaslighting? It is a manipulation tactic that makes someone question their reality. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, and it's uh, gaslighting is when uh, gaslight people who gaslight deny someone else's emotions and perspective. Gaslighting is a form of control to keep someone else in an emotional prison and can seriously affect their mental health. And the more I read about gaslighting, uh, I'm like, I've been bloody gaslighted. Um, I don't think on a maximum level, uh, but basically when you gaslight someone, you make you attack their emotions. Now, you've got to understand I'm a vulnerable person. That's why I am healing. And this person came in and they went straight into my emotions. They opened up a, a therapy room for me to speak about uh, myself, my emotions, my thoughts, my feelings. And they also brought those in as well, you see. And then the things like gaslighting, it says here, it says gaslighting is when when someone is over, overly critical about you. So I do actually now remember uh, they'd say like, you always think you're poor, Missy, um, you know, help me, Missy. Missy is needing help uh, and Missy has given the power to everybody. So they'd be quite critical of me. It all makes sense because here it also says when someone discounts you, uh, and when they make out as if your feelings are not valid. And I always used to say, you always discount me. So it's always about you and what you think and your thoughts. But whenever I say mine, they kind of like push it to the side and say, Missy, you're you're starting the same old shit, Missy, that needs to change. And, and you know, you're never going to you're never going to heal if you don't get past this. So they invalidated everything that I said. 
So there is a lot to gaslighting that I have to research into. But when I did my research on gaslighting, I'm like, oh my God, F me sideways. Jesus Christ, I have been gaslighted. Wow. And all that time I thought, you know, this person really wanted to help. They knew I was vulnerable. They were a healer. They are a healer. They're not even were. They are a healer. And there's also this thing about healers also um, leaving their clients wounded as well. I don't know what that terminology is, uh, but um, yeah. And in fact, this person, they mentioned that there was this phenomenon where healers take on their clients and then they leave them worse than what they were. And I feel like this has happened to me. Um, so you you really do have to be careful, I guess, in the world of healing to who you go to, who you trust, who you befriend. And gaslighting is taken on someone, taken on the vulnerabilities, um, discounting, invalidating them, making it as if they're flipping crazy. And um, because it makes sense now, uh, that person always used to say, like, you're always like feeling sorry for yourself, Missy, this Missy, that Missy, you got no power, Missy, you give your power to everyone else, Missy. And they would always discount whatever I thought whatever I felt. And it was all always about them. And I could never get a word in edgeways. Um, even if I was having like a Zoom meeting or something with them for a good three hours sometimes, no joke, three hours. I'm not, I'm not joking. Um, how, how, in that three hours, how much did Missy speak or was allowed to speak about herself? Uh, two minutes, maybe. Uh, and then they'd carried on talking about themselves. God damn, I was gaslighted. Oh my God. So moving on to today's show. Today's show, we are going to be talking about religion. And that's why when I initially started, I said, I do apologise. I'm not trying to um, be controversial here. I'm not going to try to offend anyone here, but I'm just making observations. So there is a Bollywood star, right? And this is quite old news. It's a three, four, maybe weeks old. I don't know. Her name is Rocky Sarvanth. Rocky Sarvanth is a way out there character, right? I was going to say a little bit like me, but she's no, no, I don't touch her. She's like crazy, crazy. And uh, uh, she was, uh, she's an Indian actress. Uh, she was, I believe, in a big boss. Instead of big brother, they call it big boss in India. She's been on various big bosses in India. And she loves to tantalise the, the mind and the buds. And she likes to go out into the media and cause controversy. And she likes all the media attention and in, in what she wears, in what she says, in what she does. And recently her mum died. Uh, God bless her. I think she had cancer and she was very cut up about this. Uh, but before that, she was having a, a, a love affair with a guy. I think his name was Adil. Adil uh, was Muslim and she's Hindu. Before mum died, though, they got married. I don't know if she got married because of the fact that mum was dying, because that happens in like, I don't know about non-Indian families, but Indian families. If you're watching a Bollywood film, the mum dying would say, you must get married before I die. That is the only one thing that I want to see before I die. And so maybe she thought, OK, let me get married to Adil. But the Adil and uh, Rocky Savant. Uh, I'm sure that was done in secret anyway. Like one minute she was not married. Next minute she was married and she'd come out um, in a burqa. So <laughs> and she'd converted, which is great. You know, I mean, if if that's what she wants, that what she wants. I don't criticize anyone for anything, uh, whatever religion you follow, what faith you follow, what thoughts you have. Um, that's, you know, I respect it all. OK, I also respect people that are into interfaith relationships, interfaith marriages. I have respect for each and every one of you. So 
obviously some people with um, I, I have to be very careful about what I say here. You know, not so open minds. I was going to say closed minds, but not so open minds. I would think, oh, my God, you got married to a Muslim. Why would you do that? Uh, because there's a lot of racism within the Asian community. There's racism without outside of the Asian community. But we are racist to our own kind. It's disgusting. We're going to get onto that in just a bit. Religion and my my spin on it. I'm not religious. Right. I've never I've my mum is very religious. My nanny, my nana, which is my mum's mum and dad were religious and they prayed uh, every single day. My mum prays every single day. She tries to get me to pray. Um, I lost faith in God a very, very long time ago uh, due to my childhood, due to lots of things that happened to me in life. And I've said this on a TV show once, actually. Um, I was in a show on the BBC called The Cafe 21. Uh, Rajesh Merchandani was the host on that show. And my bestie, actually, she, did, she didn't even know me at that point really much. Uh, but she remembers seeing me on this uh on this show and it was like a cafe style and uh i remember going on there there's one show that was about religion he asked me like what were what your thoughts on religion I, I said look when i was younger um god was made out to be a magician in my life right hear me out <laughs> hear me out so <laughs> so i'm a sikh girl punjabi i'm the eldest daughter my nose is running hold on a minute oh god keep just doing that i haven't got a cold or anything oh sorry so um i'm the eldest daughter of four daughters being indian every parent for some reason wants a son so it didn't get the son so when my mom was pregnant for the fourth time i was 11 when she got pregnant for the final time and obviously for obvious reasons anyway so when she got preggers my nanny and my mom and everyone like you must pray you must do the belly body the part belly body the part is um uh, how do i explain it it's uh, the basic seek prayer ikunkar satnam kartapur knirpur nirvairkal murt ajuni sepang gurprashad jap atsach gartsach happy sach nandakosi pasach how do I know it so perfectly? Because I was taught that mantra when I was a kid, right? Um, and she tried, uh, my mum tried to teach me the other ones, but I, I can't remember them. Uh, I probably could if pushing a shove, I probably could. Uh, I was also taught Punjabi when I was uh, um, younger as well. And I passed only because the uh, the guy, the teacher knew my mum. <laughs> Controversial, but it's true. But no, but I can read and write Punjabi, really. I could. Yeah. My Punjabi is very good, actually. We'll do a show in Punjabi and Urdu and Hindi uh, one day. Hindi Matarabasha. I love the way that MC Stan says that. Anyway, stop it, Missy. Right, so she was preggers and mum and nanny were like, you must do the belly body, the part. The first verse of this part, prayers. Part means prayers. Uh, and uh, you will have a baby brother. So comes the day. 10th of January 1981 my beautiful 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 baby sister who is like amazing uh was a girl <laughs> wasn't a boy um so after that I was like mate do you know what leave it out now like I'm not going to do that like you don't do that the, the belly board you don't do that month that I want you do it 27 times <laughs> so, although it doesn't take much time but I was like number one you made it as if it was magic like you know uh, you're going to do this prayer and this is going to happen did it happen? No, it didn't happen. Number two, I am saying words that I don't really know what I'm saying. What do they mean? I don't know. You're just telling me to say these words. Of course, I can go along and go off and find a book that tells me what it means. But it really not the kind of thing that I'm really interested in. Do you know what I'm saying? Having had a lot of trauma in my life, having had 
a bit of a shit life. <laughs> God hasn't been there. Even when I've asked God to kill me, like, God, I don't want to wake up in the morning. I'm sick and tired of having this shitty lung disease. I can't breathe. Um, do you know what? I, I at night, I'm howling like <gasps> in my lungs and I have to lie on these shitty pillows and I get up 10 times a night because I think I'm about to die from asphyxiation. Is that even a word? <laughs> from <laughs> asphyxiation. Let me look that word up. <laughs> Is that when you strangle someone? From not being able to breathe, right? So, and and, and lo and behold, I wake up in the morning. Yeah. So, I be, do you know what I believe in? I believe, I believe that there is something out there. I now call it consciousness. I used to call it the universe, but I'm learning more and more about consciousness because we're all consciousness, right? And obviously, <laughs> I'm going to say it, <laughs> learning from Cornelius Christopher. No, I don't have shares in Cornelius Christopher. He is not paying me to say his name, but um, a credit's due where credit is due. If someone is doing good for me and doing good for my life, why would I not give him a shout out, you know? Uh, and this man is slowly but surely uh, changing my perspective on, on humanity and on life. This man shows up every single day at Coherence Healing and he gives a lot of his time to many, many people in the world um, on Zoom and he helps them. He's not Jesus. He's not a, a healer that goes around touching people's heads and they fall on the floor and they are healed. He gives them the tools to heal. He has a very, very busy life um, uh, with a, just a nine-week-old baby who's called Blue. Um, his mother-in-law is in hospital. And this man shows up every single day, sometimes three times a day, to do um, all these, um, the meditations and all the, the things, the things that he does. They're not warm type of meditations. Don't worry about it. Why did I start talking about Cornelius? Always bring Cornelius into here. Cornelius is going to think I'm obsessed with him, but I don't mind if you think I'm obsessed with Cornelius. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. So um, I was talking about God, wasn't I? I was talking about God. So... <laughs> I keep telling you I've got brain fog. Honestly, I have brain fog and um, it's been since last year. Now it's, it's shaking off a little bit, much better than before and a chronic fatigue. So anyway, going back to the praying thing. OK, I believe that, you know, everything. It fascinates me how, you know, the human body I have. I know I've got the power to heal my lungs. I obviously um, need to tune into the tools of having to heal that which I'm getting from my ninjas which I'm getting from uh, the the learnings that I've learned recently uh, from Cornelius when he goes on and he basically all he says is you know let this happen let it happen let consciousness heal you you are consciousness you are healing you it may be a far-fetched uh, concept uh, for a lot of people but it's absolutely true. So it does blow my mind when I think about, OK, so I can heal my lungs and I'm slowly making progress. But it also, you know, like I've just like I'm moving my fingers right now. I'm not thinking about how to move my fingers. My fingers are moving itself. My my body is breathing oxygen. Fine. Granted, my oxygen is not as high as a normal person's oxygen, but my my body is breathing oxygen. My blood is flowing through my veins Um my brain is making my mouth open and close, putting in words into this microphone. Everything is working so 
beautifully and it's happening all itself naturally. Who made this? I mean, it blows your mind that someone somewhere, or is it someone who, I mean, who made the human body and who designed it? Because like we're like the, the most complicated uh, computers available in the whole of the universe, right? Uh, like we are the, the advanced kind of mammal compared to all the animals in the kingdom. Um, and then you think of like every living thing, which I never used to think of before, like trees and birds and insects and just even the air, the air when you're outside and it, it kisses your, your cheeks and the sunshine and the night and the stars and the moon and the universe. And oh my God, the you know, it's absolutely crazy. Something somewhere created this, something was it God? Because if it was God, who's seen God? Then if there was a God, who made God? But what is God? Are we not all God? Are, like it's, see what I mean? And, uh, you know, the religious people here uh, that are religious will sit there and go, well, you know, Missy, um, so-and-so person is God and that person is God. And if you follow the this this holy book, it will tell you everything about God. But they're not really God, are they? When I used to be in primary schools, as I used to be a primary school teacher, a supply teacher, I did try full time teaching until that uh, woman, she bullied me out of the school as well. I know I get bullied a lot, don't I? <laughs> Maybe it's something to do with me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too nice. Maybe I'm not nice. Maybe I'm not a nice person. Who knows? But yeah, when I used to teach uh, RE, it used to be my favourite subject because number one, I thought, well, I'm a supply teacher. They can't sack me, can they? They just won't ask me to come back to the school. And I wasn't trying to pollute the minds of the children. I wasn't. But I was trying to be a bit real, like Missy is. And I can I just say, just for the record, every time I went to any school in any city, I mean, I've taught most of the West Midlands, Birmingham, Leamington, Warwick, Coventry, Kenilworth, Nuneaton, uh, Bedworth, the whole lot. Every single kid that I taught used to say, Miss, Miss, you're the best and the most coolest teacher that I have ever met. You are so cool. You're wicked, you are. And I used to go, I know. Because <laughs> I used to entertain them. <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh, we're doing Romans today. Let's make this entertaining. I made it as entertaining as I could. So Ari, I mean, obviously I'd, I'd stick to the planning, not, <laughs> I did loosely, I did. Uh, so at least I could say, look, in the book, look, they did do that picture and they did write the five sentences uh, that you have to use the green pen and the red pen and the purple pen and then do the stamp with. It's just too much marking in schools and it's ridiculous how the marking is and what a waste of time. That's another story and another podcast. And I know I keep saying that. I need to start going back to my podcast and see where I said that's another podcast because I haven't done the podcast on what I said I was going to do. I even had trouble thinking of which one to do today. But this one is working well for me because I was I've, I did so many takes this morning. I wasn't feeling the flow. But now I think I'm free flowing. So where was I? Yeah. So going back to my kids, I'd always say that, listen, I know all put your hand up if you believe if you are a Muslim, put your hand up if you're a Sikh, put your hand up if you're a Christian, put your hand up if you don't have a religion, put your hand up. And I was like, OK, so who's God? Uh, say the Muslim child. Who's what God do you believe in? I believe in Allah. And I'm like, OK, so the Sikh kid, what, what, what God do you believe in? I believe in Guru Nanak. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you go to the Christian. What God do you believe in? I believe in Jesus. Uh, and then so on and so forth and blah, 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 blah. So 
I'm going back. I'm like, listen, darlings. Uh, these people that you're speaking about, these these are messengers of God. They are people that um, enlighten you with the word of God within your religious group. So each religion has their way of doing things and they kind of prey on these uh, religious uh, messengers of God. And But really, God is within you. See, for me... After reading books like Conversations with God, I'm just looking at my bookshelf up there. Neil uh, Neil Donald Walsh, Conversations with God. Please do read the books. There's probably about three in the series, right? And it, it, it's it's just uh, amazing this the 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 light he sheds on God. Okay, and the crux of the matter is that God is within you. Like we are God. If your consciousness. And we are all part of consciousness. Uh, then God, that so-called God, made consciousness or kind of developed consciousness. So it is within us because we are all together as just a vibrating matter. Right. Stay with me. And on a more simpler plane, what I'd say to my children, it's like, do you know, did you know that you are God? And they'd be like, eh, what are you talking about, miss? What are you saying that for, miss? And I'm like, look, listen, um, what what does what does what does Jesus tell you to do? What does Allah tell you to do? What does Guru Nanak tell you to do? They tell you to be kind, humble, loving people, to always give to those that are less fortunate than you, to help those that need help, um, and without wanting wanting anything back, doing good deeds. Now, if you do all these things, then are you not God? Because God is asking you to be that person. So God is within you. All of us have the ability to be god um in fact i told one aunt this one aunt yeah this once uh last summer and she was highly offended that she thought i was god and she kept walking around to people going hey, my niece my niece says like god is within her and she is god i'm not i am god i'm god's child and uh <laughs> i am god <laughs> because i'm a good humble person i do as much as i can for humanity i've never screwed anyone over i've never been horrible uh to anybody okay i've lost my, my my rag sometimes i've been angry and i've been aggressive and i've been moody but i've never really really gone out to be a bad person excuse me that was a bit i just had a, a salad it got really bad really bad onion breath can i just have some water one minute and yeah that's ice i crunch it lot so I truly believe that God is within you. And what really troubles me, really troubles me. Remember, this is the journal of Missy D 2.0. And it's for me to air my thoughts and opinions. And please, please, if you've got any uh, thoughts about what I'm saying, do email the journal of Missy D at gmail.com. And again, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you'll find me. Just put Missy D 2.0 and you'll find me. I'm most, I think it's just, just on the Facebook that they won't allow me to add 2.0 after my name. I know, stupid, isn't it? Hmm. So it really troubles me uh, when then these certain religions start to tell you what to do. I mean, let's firstly go back to who is God? Who is God? You tell me, who is God? It, 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 it can't be the people that you tell me from your religious group because that person is not God. Messenger of God. Yes, I agree that they are. But who is God? Where is God? Is it he? Is it a she? Is it a thing? Is it an it? Where did the world start from? Did God start the world? 
How did he start the world? How how are all these things um, all just naturally working by themselves? How do trees grow from the little seed to the sapling, from the sapling to the tree, from the birds making their nests and, uh, you know, with the birds and the chicks and the snakes and the lizards and the oh gosh it's just it's mind-blowing mind-blowing um you know this the sahara desert the um the icebergs the mountains the terrain um the water that flows through the rivers oh gosh there's just so much the the penguins oh it's 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 crazy how even a child from conception to death like a whole human how they are made, how they are developed from an egg and a sperm and how they grow within their mother's womb. And I don't think it's, don't think it's crazy. I, I often think this and I never used to be into any of this at all before. I never really thought about it. I, mean, I used to have these encyclopedias, actually. Never used to interest me at all. But I think as I've got older, I do try to contemplate like what what is all of this kind of thing. And But like going back to like the... The rules and regulations, like going back to the title of this podcast, says who? Says who? Um, like going back to Rocky Sarvant. So the story was this that I started this podcast with. She married this guy, right? And she was on social media and she was doing a namaz, which is prayers, Muslim prayers. Um, and like I said, she's a, she's a, a show off. She'd probably be the only person in the world that has videoed herself doing her prayers. Most people don't video themselves doing prayers. They don't. They just don't. Because what I mean, apart from maybe Missy, me, <laughs> but I probably wouldn't even go that far. Maybe I would. Who knows? But, but, you know, in one way, I rate her like she does what the hell she wants. On the other hand, it's like a uh, well, yeah, we don't really need, you know, we won't want to video self sitting on the toilet doing a number two, would you? It's, you know, standard. Anyway, the poor woman was doing her prayers, put it on social media and she's got acrylics on. So acrylics, just in case you don't know what they are, fake nails, like they have these big pointy things and she's got these nails on. So then she is being berated on Instagram. Uh, why the hell has she got nail varnish on? She is not allowed to wear nail varnish um, to do prayers. Now, look, listen, I told you earlier, I'm not here to disrespect anybody or anything. And it might be your religious stance. But <sighs> I know that you've been given the rule of maybe not wearing nail varnish uh, when you're praying. Uh, but <sighs> it's just sometimes a bit far fetched. Sometimes the there's rules and regulations that religions make on people and then they get so angry about it. I mean, how is someone's nail varnish going to affect their prayers and there is something about it because I, I kind of you know me and googly went straight to googly and there is something about muslim women or even men if they wear nail varnish aren't allowed to wear it because it's something to do with i think wudu uh, which is i think it's called that when they clean themselves before they pray when they wash their hands if there is nail varnish on their nail then it won't wash the nail then i went into another forum and then this other person saying well that's actually technically wrong because that's true that that doesn't wash the nail bed. However, if you've got a film of nail polish over the nail, then the nail is being protected. So therefore the nail bed is clean. There's always one person that has got the logic, you see. Uh, and the thing is, it's not just with that. There's just lots of things about religion that really irk me. Um, and the way that it, 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 it kind of creates control 
in people's minds. And then sometimes it gets so far fetched that you think this is just too much. I can't I can't stand control. Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> and I really do think that religion uh, keeps people in check. Um, it controls them. Um, uh, uh, different faiths, different religions. Um, and I guess if I think about it, if I'm honest with this person who I've, you know, went on, you know, talked about on uh, wounded and slain with the sword, the same with this person. This person is following it's not a religion according to them. It's a certain type of faith and their faith doesn't allow them to speak in a certain way, do certain things in their religion. And that then interferes with people like myself who I just I, I respect everyone's religion. Right. I, I believe in consciousness. I believe in being a good human. If I'm a good human, I am God. Simple as that. Right. But it interfered with, you know, I am just just being me. Uh, and I'm not being controlled, but this person needed that control in their life that they had to follow the rules and regulations of their certain path that they were following, which is fair enough. But it, I can't I can't get around my head how people can be controlled uh, by any type of religion. For example, my mom, she will sit here and she will do Bart. Bart is prayers. So she does the Sikh prayers. Right. So she'll sit on a sofa downstairs and she'll cover her hair with a junni, which is which is a scarf, when she does a part. And I say to her, Mum, uh, there's no God here. Like, you go to a religious temple, maybe, and it is standard that if the holy book is there, you take off your shoes and you cover your head. That's a Sikh temple. Obviously, different religions have different things. You go to a church, <coughs> you don't have to cover your head, right? So that's the Christians there, and that's the Sikhs there. Muslims, I don't know. I've never been to a mosque, so I don't know exactly how that kind of works. Uh, so I always say to her, why do you have to cover your head? Because it is respectful. Uh, respectful to who? The television. <laughs> and she gets really pissed off with me. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like incense. Why Why? Why are you burning the incense? Leave the incense alone. Um, uh, <laughs> there's just so many things uh, that religion puts onto people and controls them. Uh, and then they become, in my mind, they are sheep. Like they've got no confidence in themselves to be themselves. They need someone to control them, to keep them in check so that they're in this little bubble of my of their religion and their religion will keep them safe. And sometimes their religion can be quite silly and dangerous in my world, if I can say that. And I've just said that. So I've, I can't get it back. I could edit it out, but I'm not going to. Okay, so religion says you can only eat this. Religion says you can only wear this. Religion says only men can do this. Religion says women should be like this. Religion says you can only have long hair. Religion says you can't cut your hair. Religion says you can't eat meat on a certain day. Religion says you can only wash your hair on a Thursday. Uh, religion says, uh, I don't know, um, da, 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 da. You can't, uh, you should only um, eat animal on a Sunday. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making that shit up. But do you know what I'm saying? Religion says, religion says, religion says. And all it is, is at the end of the day, it comes back to um, humans being controlled. And then the people on the top of those religion, religious institutes, they then start taking the mick because they then start controlling people on the human level. When you've got the God level, like God says this, God meaning their messengers, then the human institutes here, the people that are 
running these institutions, you know, the, the mosques and the temples and the churches. And we've heard all about these religious leaders. You know, half of them are being done for exactly, you know. So huh, religion, hey, religion uh, is a big one. And I'm, I tried very hard not to uh, offend anyone. But really, uh, do you really need religion? Why? Why? If we if we took a religion away, it would actually stop most of the pain in this world, a lot of hatred in this world, a lot of the wars in this world, a lot of like, this is my religion and that's your religion, so screw you. Um, that would all be eliminated. Really, at the end of the day, we are all bloody human beings. We are humans and all we really need, the only religion that you need is love. You need to be able to love you and love others. Love and kindness. Love and kindness is what it's all about. Loving you, being kind to you, being kind to others. And genuinely, genuinely helping and being there for someone and not expecting anything back. Never also trying to change anyone else or, you know, control other people. It's human nature to do that. Uh, but oh, maybe I should do religion part two because I'm now on the my, my time is finished. And I, I would love to keep talking about this and maybe I should or maybe I should bring on someone else. If you'd like to speak about this with me, that's great. And maybe if, if you've got an opposing view to me, that's even even better. But to me, religion has ruined the world. And I really uh, religion is can be quite evil and it can ruin people's lives. You know, like multi faith marriages and stuff uh, and uh, um People go, no, you can't marry that person because they are Christian and you are Muslim or you are Sikh and you are Egyptian and blah, blah, blah. That's bullshit. It's absolute freaking bullshit. You are a human being. You should be allowed to love who you want, marry who you want, uh, have children with who you want. It doesn't really matter, does it? Love is love is love is love. And all you really need to do is is follow your heart and uh, spread love in the world religion I'm, I'm sorry to say does not mostly spread love it, it it restricts you it it controls you and it really 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 is a not nice thing to be in so I again respect all of you guys and all your religions and all your faiths and all your beliefs uh, but I'm not one to go around um tarping tarping means slapping uh, my views uh, on you so please don't throw your views onto me and say you should be like this missy and you should be like that missy you no I shouldn't I should just listen to my heart and my heart is full of love and kindness and humility uh, so again if I've offended anyone I do apologize I have not intended to apologize uh, to uh, uh, offend anyone on this podcast it's just my views and uh, I would like to continue with it maybe part two because there's still so much to say um, but I would love to know what you think uh, about what I've said. Please do email uh, the journal of Missy D at gmail.com and all of my uh, actually, if you go to Podbean and you find the journal of Missy D there, you can actually leave uh, likes and you can leave uh, comments on there as well. Um, I will not be offended. I would love for you to be open and raw and real. Uh, I'd like to thank you for, again for listening to the podcast of Missy D 2.0 and uh, uh, yeah I hope I hope you get what I'm saying I really do because I'm not trying to put religion down here I'm just saying uh, religion it's not necessary isn't it like 
if you don't even know where God is or who God is, what are all these separate religion sects and why are we in different sects of religion? Like S E C T S, I'm saying, not sex, sex. Uh, it sounds like sex, doesn't it? Um, why can't we just all bloody get on? Why are you telling me your God is better than my God? Or that God says this and that God says this. And if you don't do this, God is going to punish you. Get a life. Love you guys. Catch you on episode five. Don't ask me what it's about. I ain't got a clue. Oh, bye. Hot, sweet, thick, jelly, See you.